Hello and welcome back to It's My Mate Paddy's podcast. Um, I don't know why I suddenly sounded really cheerful at the start of that, more so than normal. Um, but <laughs> I'm Paddy. And I'm Bex. And I'm and always cheerful. Yeah, <laughs> she is. She's the posh one. I'm the rough one. Um, um, <laughs> <laughs> and this week we are talking about... Twitter and Tinder, and is Twitter the new Tinder? Not because you have to swipe on people when you're talking to them, but how people um, can end up in relationships and build and form some long-lasting relationships on Twitter. Um, but before we start that, have you been up to anything? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> we are still in lockdown. Um, if you're listening to this outside of lockdown and you're wondering why the fuck we haven't done anything um, yeah exactly lazy yeah this is done uh, in the time of not being allowed out but we are getting closer um and in, on that note um before we start and spoil people with this episode okay because we are getting closer we have actually discussed this this last couple of weeks, haven't we, about um, potentially actually doing a face-to-face in-person podcast episode. I know. So we could do it will, live, couldn't we? We, actually, <laughs> we could, yeah. That'd be interesting. We fuck up enough as it is on this, so yeah, that, that could be really bad. It just um, depends if they want to listen to an hour's worth of um, stuff that's cut out of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because... Shock horror is, guys, we don't actually wrap it up in half an hour. No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which will be quite interesting because I think it could take it to a whole new level of awkward for me. I think um, it took me about six weeks to get used to to you on Twitter. And then I think it (laughs) took me about six weeks to get used to speaking to you. Could you believe that? Over Zoom, not a problem. In in person... Fuck knows. I probably won't say ah the stuff I say. I'll be too embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Especially when I drop my little one-liners in sometimes. Yeah. Some yes. you make it onto the pod. Others yeah. don't. No, others don't. <laughs> oh, because I just have no comeback for it. <laughs> Maybe they'll get on... to the yeah. end. We just have to treat everyone to the half, like the cutout bits. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they will get saved from this series and um, I might make them into like a, a special if there's Little enough of them. Special. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yes, that is something that is potentially on the cards depending when when and if Boris does allow us back out um, and to mix with yeah. people from different areas, which hopefully will be soon, touch wood. Um, but in the meantime, uh, as I said at the start, this week we are talking about what I have decided to call Twinder, um, and that's um, the, the crossovers between Twitter and Tinder. So, briefly, thoughts? Not on the topic. Um, I don't <laughs> want someone going, it's a shit topic. Um, <laughs> but on the, whole, on the whole way that um, Twitter can, can potentially be used for um, dating and forming relationships? I, obviously, not obviously in some ways, uh, don't have a problem with it. Um, I think in some ways it's easier to find someone on 
Twitter purely because you get to know slightly know someone a little bit more and it's not so focused on a profile or a picture because you could just randomly follow someone and then have that backwards and forwards you know tweets interactions and you can pick up a vibe from someone can't you and then add attraction to it and then you know before you know it you're having a fumble yeah i don't think it's a bad thing to be honest i i know that there's a lot of criticism that twitter isn't for dating but i think as long as it's respectful and you're not a pest then it's not an issue to use it for for that you know yeah i um 100 wholeheartedly agree i think you've got there's a the thing with tinder for me is and i think probably why and this isn't was me pity me sort of thing i think if i was to be able to talk to people first on tinder um i would probably stand more of a chance of getting somewhere with people um i think i come across better in person than in pictures um so yeah and i know there's sites like plenty of fish and and that sort of thing and match or or whatever where you can talk to people without having to to sort of go off just a photo but yeah i can i can totally see the attraction to 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 dating people from twitter because like you say you don't necessarily start talking to someone out of an instant attraction to them there is that possibility that you you do just like talking to someone and and it kind of cuts out that whole dating thing isn't it i think when you're on a dating app of any kind you're obviously all after the same thing whereas on twitter you might not necessarily be after dating but you just fall into that pattern of you know finding someone attractive building upon it going on the dates or swapping numbers and you know speaking to them regularly and it's a whole different level a whole different thing whereas I find that if you're all on dating apps you are literally all after the same thing and I find that off-putting to some degree (laughs) hence I don't really use dating apps (laughs) yeah in the past yeah and I think it is kind of it's in the nicest possible way like you go on to tinder and it's like being at a cattle market yeah that's what I was going to say it's literally like a cattle market isn't it you're swiping you're liking and then you get into the conversations that are a bit mundane because you know they all start the same don't they you know yeah what's that's what you do for work what's you know yeah whereas through through twitter you've kind you kind of get past all that because you're interacting with with that person yeah already or I'd like yeah. to think you're interacting with that person already before you slide into the DMs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Start talking to them. So you've already you already know that you kind of connect with that person and you get on with that person, you have a laugh with that person. And then it kind of then gives you that opportunity to take it kind of into that one-to-one situation just to have that chat and be able to have that conversation with with them and just progress it from there yeah. as such. Whereas yeah. then if you're on the date, if you're on the dating apps, you've got to make an instant impression. You know, you can't you can't stick to having the the mundane chats. You can't stick to having the replying with one one or two worded answers on a tweet yeah. or or something like that. You've got to kind of, 
And I'm not saying it's a bad thing that you've got to try and stand out from the crowd because I think there's something endearing about someone trying to 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 win your attention. Yeah, which is yeah. which is great, and and it is. It's it's nice that 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 people do do that and yeah. want to try and do that. But then I also think, how long is that going to last? It's kind of like I always call it the highlight reel. It's like a highlight reel, you isn't it? Like yeah, you start talking to someone on 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 any online dating app, not just Tinder, but things like Bumble and Hinge, where you are swiping yeah. to match mm-hmm. with someone, and yeah. you're trying to keep hold of someone's attention for maybe yeah. the first day, and it's kind of like you, you pull out all the stops, you pull out all the special moves, and all that sort of <laughs> thing, just to kind yeah. of keep that going so that they then keep talking to yeah. you whereas with, with with twitter for me you can just have normal conversations and i think that that way it is so much easier to to end up falling for someone to a degree yeah i can see i can see that and like you say you're regularly interacting or um have an interest in someone or things progress and blossom you're you kind of get to know somewhat unless they're being completely not true to how they are but basing it on the facts that you know you'd hope that people are how they portray themselves to be you're getting yeah. to know someone anywhere you're getting someone's personality you're getting to know you know what they might be interested in or what they might tolerate or you know if they're pissed off about something um or if they're happy and it's quite nice to be able to share that kind of thing and then, yeah. you know, it can lead on to other conversations, can't it? Yeah, exactly. And it, it gives so, that chance for it to... No, and I think it gives that chance for it to to kind of develop naturally and, and flourish yes. naturally. You're not in that kind of forced situation to have that yeah. conversation because you're not necessarily vying for that attention straight off. No, you know, like you, you start talking just in general conversation. You're not then, you've not followed someone and then instantly thought, I want, you might instantly think, I want to fucking fuck the brains out. I don't know why yeah. you double fuck there. Um, yeah. But you might, you know, you, you might instantly have that attraction, but you, you then, I say you're then not going to because I wouldn't, but you're then not no. going to slide straight into someone's DMs to, to be like, you'd hope. <laughs> you'd hope, definitely hope not. You'd be, you wouldn't. You'd hope that you're not sliding into someone's DMs, going, "You're fit as fuck," or anything like that. But with yeah. the dating apps, you kind of feel like you're doing that. I think it gives a it gives a bit more of a solid base and, and foundation to be able to start a relationship on. In that yes. sense, because it's kind yeah. of like you meet someone. It's like you're meeting someone out on a night out, for example, isn't it? You might spend the first hour talking to them over a drink. You might have a drink. You might approach them in a bar and you're having a chat with them and you get to know them and you decide mm-hmm. whether you like them. And if you do, you spend longer of the night, long, more of your night with them. Yeah. You know, you might then end up going to a nightclub with them. You might end up kissing, swapping numbers, going home with them, whatever. Yeah. And And that kind of, for me... Twitter and and Facebook and things like that give you that chance to to get that social side. Whereas for me, 
dating apps seem to be you've swiped on someone and you're trying to impress someone instantly. So for me, and you're all that, hoping that it'll work out, and you're all hoping that it will lead to a date because obviously yeah. ultimately you're on there for you know sex for that reason. Or yeah, relationship. and for me, like the 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 dating apps then become like the the three a.m. beer goggles kind of scenario yeah. in the night out. Yeah. If if like you try and keep it in in mind of how you'd be. Yeah, yeah, on a night out because in in all senses it's all social media, isn't it? All like dating yeah. apps and like Twitter and, and Facebook. But yes. I think when you look, you try and weigh up what it'd be like. You Twitter's start of a night out, and you're on a night out and everything, and you, you progress and you've spent time getting to know the person that you're out with. Whereas for me, Tinder, you're kind of in that shit. It's three o'clock. I need to. I need to get swiping. I need to get going. I need to find someone. I need to take someone home and. It's that it's that rush. It, it feels rushed and it feels forced because, like you said, you, everyone knows what everyone's looking for. Yeah. Whereas on Twitter, you can pace yourself, and I'm sure that there's lots of lovely stories. I mean, I've seen some throughout the years because you know I've been there for the best part of my adult life, which is a bit sad to say, really. But you know, people do get married and they do have children, and I like hearing stories like that because at the end of the day they probably logged onto twitter never expecting to meet anyone and there they are they're getting married and they've had children and you know or they're just in a happy relationship it's it's quite nice to see and i'm sure people get the same out of dating apps and whatnot but i think you get to pace yourself a bit more and you know although it might not actively be the right way for some people it's not necessarily a bad way providing you know you're not sliding left right and center and you know fingers in all the pies yeah <laughs> hoping for pie. but you could say the same for dating apps too yeah so. yeah and I, but then i think from from a dating app perspective that's going to be something that happens a lot more regularly isn't it because i think yeah yeah. Like I've always said, I, I, well, originally when I started out on the apps, I was like, if I get talking to one person and it becomes more than just like a fleeting conversation, then I'll only speak to them and that's it. Uh-huh. But then the longer that I was on there, yeah, it was a bit like, no, wait a minute, I can't put all my eggs in one basket. So I need to talk to more than one person, even yeah. if we're talking quite regular. And I think there's got to be some of that. But I think, again, you've got to be quite careful as to what's being said and how these discussions are going. I, I wouldn't be one to say, if someone, if, if, if a woman said to me, are you talking to multiple people? And I was, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. then go, no, I'm not. No, no, because then that was... level ends up tainted already, isn't it? Before you yeah, exactly. Start. And I think, it, and I think to a degree, it can work the same way for Twitter. If if you're talking to, you know, you might end like, especially someone like you who's been on there, like you said, most of your your adult life. You think, <laughs> well, if I'm to- if I've been on there that long, then mm-hmm. you're bound to have some sort of connections that have been there quite long standing. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you might have you might have started off having different conversations with different people, never that intention to, to yeah, kind of yeah. date any of them, but that's still going on. And maybe there were times you thought, oh, this guy's all right or or whatever. I'll yeah. have a chat with him. And then it turns out that he's an absolute block of wood. And you think, well, you know, so I think there's there's always going to be that. And I think even in just kind of general everyday life, trying to date, you're going to have that because you might go out one weekend and you might end up copping off with with someone for the night, but then you might go out the following night after you've exchanged numbers with 
with person A and end up then kind of getting off with someone else and swapping numbers again. So I think in every aspect of dating and, and potential dating or or even not even dating, just like in in the sense of actually being attracted to someone and talking to someone, yeah. but being open about it, that will happen in every, that can happen in every kind of scenario yeah. you put yourself into, which is fine as long as yeah. you're going to be honest about it, as long as you're yeah. going to say, look, you know, I know I'm on Twitter and I'm not on Twitter today. I'm I'm on Twitter to talk and like just like make friends and just kind of bl- like blurt out what I'm feeling and all this. But I'm actually talking to six different people here, three of which I'm actually quite interested in, and I'm just, I want to see how it goes. Yeah. But then if you were kind of saying, "No, I'm only talking to you," love. I promise you, I'm only talking to you. Yeah, yeah. That's where the problems come. I think again, it's all down to the honesty of the people involved more than the platform that it's happening on of course and i think that you can get the like you were saying the crosswires on every kind of media that you know we're all human and we're all adults and you know we all have feelings and emotions and attractions and i think for people to explicitly write off no i would never date on twitter that's fair enough to them but i don't think that it's always necessarily a true kind of reading a true gauge of it because there is people that you know you might think oh I'm interested in them they'd be quite interesting to get to know I also think as well when it comes to to social media things like Facebook and Twitter while you can necessarily hide behind a a kind of falseness it can't Mm. last forever so no no this is true you're going to get caught out, aren't you? If you've been around long enough, there's going to be enough people that know who you are. And if they see you acting differently on your timeline, then yeah. they're going to, they are going to be a bit different to you. And they might, that maybe they might point it out and be a bit like, here, yeah, fucking Jim Bob, why are you acting all different? You know, yeah. usually an arsehole yeah. on here. Whereas <laughs> I think with things like the, the dating apps, there's no one there to call someone out. Because it's yeah. that one-on-one, so I think there's there's a lot, and you, you you hear it all the time, don't you? That people do end up getting hurt and lied to, and things like that on the dating apps. And and don't get me wrong, it can happen on on Twitter. I know in my short time that I've been on there, there's been numerous Twitter shows. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and I think there's there's a there's a big difference between talking to to different women at once to talking to different women meeting up with different women Mm -hmm. and feeding different women at the same time yeah same thing like talking to different women at different times and discussing especially in the situation of lockdown and potentially discussing what you might do after lockdown together and, and dates and things like that I think is totally different to being a Twitter shagger as such for me a Twitter shagger would be someone who's kind of constantly in four five six different like a conveyor belt isn't it um you know but even before one's got off the end they've still got two or three others hanging on yeah yeah yeah. so I think that I think they're very different kind of things I think for me you know you've got your fuck boys and your fuck girls on dating sites that will just amass a following of people to talk to and and lead Mm -hmm. on and and that to me is no good if you're not being honest about it but then you flip it again 
even to, to just like a Twitter, Facebook perspective, and even then a but real then I life think, perspective, it happens in real life as well, doesn't it? So I think course, it's, I was going to say, the people on the dating apps are going to be on media in one way or another, aren't they? So whatever BS they might spill on dating apps might spill over onto media to some degree, you know, but I guess it's how things are handled, isn't it? And And... I think it's also hard, you know, like lockdown has been hard, hasn't it? And I'm pretty sure, you know, if you was to ask a good or do a poll about whether they, you know, if they were single, whether their interactions with people had gone up, I'm pretty sure the percentage would be quite high. But again, it's how you handle that and how there's the honesty surrounding it. And I think also like dating apps and Twitter probably aren't the best place if you fall for people quite easily, because that's when feelings get hurt. And I think and and that's that's the thing, isn't it? But it's hard because it it is so easy to see how people can fall for people. And I and I understand that completely. But then I also do think. I I do think that I'm quite friendly to to a lot of people in the way that I talk, and some yeah. people may then take that the wrong way. Um, yeah. So then I do think there is kind of a sense of you've got to you have got to be careful as that person, especially if you're not looking for anything, especially if you're not interested in in finding anything serious. And I mean, I've always like on my time on on Twitter, I've always been quite honest when it comes to whether I'm looking for summer or whether I'm just not looking for summer and I'm not interested in anything serious and it's more just a bit of kind of if I wanted anything it would only be like the fun it wouldn't be a relationship that sort of thing and I think again as long as you're going to be honest with what you're after and what you're doing you both know what you're getting into then and then you can both the adult choice can't you that exactly like like let's go back to like lockdown last year when you weren't even allowed to leave the house for exercise or or see anyone or anything like that it's a bit like you've got no one to talk to all of a sudden and Mm -hmm. if you're single to the extent of you live on your own you see no one else there's nothing for you to do other than go to the supermarket you might suddenly then start making connections with people that you might not normally speak to you might not normally bother with and I think that then becomes a case where maybe people that not necessarily that you wouldn't have spoke to yeah um, but people that you might not have yeah and I think then in those situations where everything did just seem so doom and gloom last year everything seems to be intensified doesn't it so I think people's feelings become a lot more intensified people aren't getting to see that, people but do you think it's easy just to use lockdown as an excuse oh we're all in lockdown so we all act x y and z's because we were all feeling you know a b and c um, when and and i get that lockdown was hard but we we're all accountable for our, our behavior aren't we yes yeah 100 percent. and i think if you're going on there and your sole purpose is nothing more than to chat to people, but then through that, you end up leading even one person on at once or a group of people on at once, then it is a case where you've got to kind of ask yourself the question, is it the right thing to be doing? You've got, like you say, you've got to take that responsibility for your own actions. But I think, I think you can't be held responsible then for, 
other people's feelings and oh, other people's actions. So, no, like, no. like I say, I, I think to a degree I will come across quite pleasant and friendly, some people might think otherwise, but then I think the way that I talk to a lot of people, potentially, especially kind of like the back end at the, the start of last year when we were in this situation, yeah, where people haven't had the chance to, to see family, and I know some didn't over Christmas still, um, mm-hmm. but there is that kind of, that there's been that ability to meet and, and have socially distanced walks, whereas kind of at the start, I don't think we were allowed out, were we? Oh, no, I think we were allowed out around June time, I think, wasn't we? Yeah. End of May, June time? Yeah, I think so. And I think, like, you get used to kind of... And again, it's no excuse, but then if you're on your own, you're living on your own, you might start interacting more with people that you wouldn't normally interact with. Yeah, And they might, you, unbeknownst to you, they might have feelings for you already just through the, the short interactions that they've had which then yeah. I think would only intensify in the situation where you're not able to get physical contact yeah. from anyone. You're not yeah. able to meet your mates. The only way that you can talk to people is through Zoom and stuff. So when yeah. you comes along, then I think everything feels a lot more intensified and a lot more kind of... Yeah, because your, um, only, your, only, your only focus, isn't it, is work if you're still working or even if you're not. If you take that out of the equation, you've got extra time, haven't you, to... yeah. And having that, having well that connection there with someone and going, shit, fucking Marcus is talking to me a lot more than what he did. And shit, I've always liked Marcus and now he's, he's talking to me and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Maybe it means something. And yeah, I think it, it's all right it's talking to people. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I said it's a good job I don't know a Marcus. <laughs> I know, and me. I think it, it could be used as an excuse, but then I think that can work both ways. It could be used as an excuse for someone to take advantage of that, but then it could also be used from the person on the other side saying, well, we were in lockdown and what else were I yeah. meant to do? I were talking to you every day, all day, and of course I was going to end up falling for you. I yeah. think it's a very fine line, and I think you've got but to be honest from the outset. communication, doesn't it? Which we've always said on many a pod, that if you can't communicate how you're feeling, then really can you bring up different bits and pieces if you can't communicate at the time that you were meant to be communicating, if that makes sense? Yeah, yeah. You know? no, exactly. And, and again, I, not only the communication, but the honesty I think yeah. that is the key thing on on all these sites I mean I I think I've said before I don't know if I've said to you or I don't know if it was in a blog I matched with someone last year yeah and got talking and she, like you couldn't meet at that point um yeah I think I'd said something like I don't think I'd said something that would not flippant or anything like that or anything that was totally off the cuff yeah but she said why did I think I'd said that I wasn't looking for anything serious or yeah. anything like that at the point when we'd sort of got talking a bit more and she was like, well, why did you match with me? And I said, because I I like I liked the look of you. I like the sound of you. And yeah. we've got on relatively well in chat. I said, it, it is just a case though that I'm not right now, as things stand, I'm not looking for anything serious. She was like, well, I am. And yeah. I'm like, then I wish you all the best with that. And I hope mm-hmm. that you find what you're looking for. And I haven't spoken to her since, but I think it'd be wrong to then kind of say that that shouldn't be, that none of that should have been kind of digre- um, divulged. I think you've got to be honest with each other. 
and yeah. you've got to kind of say this is the situation this is what I'm looking for because uh, I mean like for me and again I think I I I wrote about this um late last year in regards to like the the activities that I had on yeah. on the dating apps mm-hmm. um and and by saying activities it makes it sounds like I go up to all sorts but yeah, then when so you can't sweet. leave the fucking house there's fuck all <laughs> that you can do but I ended up in a in a position in in the space of I can't, I've said the the dates are on on the blog and they are and I think it's some I think it was something like within about six weeks I think it was or something ridiculous like that I'd had around about ninety plus chats with different yeah. women across different apps that was just <laughs> Tinder Hinge um bumble and plenty of fish but these were these were conversations that weren't just hi how are you i'm good thanks and it died these were conversations that lasted do you know what i mean they might have lasted half a day they might have lasted half a week half a month but there were conversations that were quite back and forward um quite detailed not detailed in the sense of sexting or, uh, or anything like that but yeah but just it was detailed in like yeah and, and and things that for as shit as it was because you couldn't do out like how's your day been have you been working what do you do what do you like to do so there were a lot of things that like you were finding out and like I sat back and I said to my mate I was like that's nine, 90 different women in 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 whatever i'm sure it was six weeks we'll go six weeks if it isn't it's not much different so um, do you think, sorry to cut you off so do you think if it was times non-covid times and you was on the dating app do you think that you would get nowhere near as many in, as 90 in that six week period 100 percent. i yeah. would i would be really surprised if at any point i was getting 90 matches well 90 conversations in such a short period of time um because when i'd originally gone on before lockdown um it was a struggle not a struggle a struggle's the wrong word i did all right i'd got a few dates before lockdown um but there was it was never a case that there was that many conversations to to choose from and to have and don't get me wrong I'm not saying like all 90 came at once that would that was kind of you know there might have been a time where those conversations I, think had, I remember 90 people different conversations with people. well yeah, I'd be like and, oh shit that's that's the other person sorry yeah. <laughs> and the, the, the weird Bollocks. thing was though it wasn't even like there was a massive bulk in a day so it wasn't like for two weeks I had the same 20 people on the go um yes in in terms of conversations but it was just that there may have been four or five on the go some days some days it'd drop off and then some days it'd pick up and it, it was just a very odd one but then there was different obviously kind of different levels of conversation there was one woman um who I'd matched with on um I think it was Tinder. I don't know. Um, but we'd got to the stage where we exchanged numbers. We, we must have spoke for about two, three days on, on the on dating apps. And then we were like, oh, we'll exchange numbers. And it got to the point, and I, I would put this down to lockdown, but I think it was kind of, 
I don't think either of us swiped because we were overly um, attracted to each other, I don't think. Um, Maybe I'm just speaking for myself here. She was Mm -hmm. nice and she was attractive, but then, yeah, it wouldn't be someone who I'd have normally swiped on. Um, Yeah. But she she piqued my interest enough to want to swipe, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it does make sense. Where for then, with her, for about two, three weeks, um, she'd message twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. I said to my mate at the time, I'm like, this is just a bit pointless. I said, I just don't really understand what the point in, in the conversation with this person is because we're talking, but she's messaging me in the morning to say that she's replying to a message from last night. And then I replied to that message, to which then she replies 12 hours later. <laughs> okay. And then at night it's still... <laughs> Yeah. And was so she working was... though? Um, I don't think for that level of time, I think it was just a case that the conversations just dropped off because right, there was next to fuck all to speak about, which yeah. is absolutely fine. Um, I yeah. totally get that. And and there was no kind of hard feelings towards it, but it would it just got to the point where a lot of the conversations went like that. Yeah. It was it was a case of what you're up to. No, it's the weekend, so I'm not even working. I'm watching TV. There's no to fucking watch. There was no football on. There was no sports. There was so it it was kind of hard to then get into a, a decent rhythm of conversation because the conversation kind of made itself. What are you doing? Yes. No. What have you done? No. Lovely. Speak to you tomorrow. Um, <laughs> when we do the nout. Now yeah. again, <laughs> and so it, it was quite easy to to kind of hold those conversations. I think to a degree, in the normal world, um, would I expect to have ninety matches in such a short period of time? No. Do I think there were a lot of people that probably signed up to just um, pass the time? Pass time. The, yes. The horribleest sense or nicest yeah. sense. Way. I think probably 50, at least 50% of the people that I probably matched with were probably there just to kill time, just mm-hmm. on the basis of the conversation. So it's hard to kind of say, oh, you shouldn't be messaging. From my from my perspective anyway, I find it hard to say you shouldn't be messaging. You know, you can't go on onto socials and be messaging five, six, seven people. I kind of think it's it's acceptable to do as long as you're not kind of misleading all of those people at the same time or even just the one person yeah. at that time um but then again it's all personal it's personal preference i've had conversations with people on on the timeline on twitter that say they'd never do multiple dating and once they start talking to one person that's it which I find really hard to believe to a degree, because I think if you get a match on the dating apps, once you get told you've got a match, do you stop swiping? And do you just then hope that that person replies to your message? Do you then give it a couple of days for them to reply? Do you give them a couple of hours to reply? Do you carry on swiping until one of the conversations starts? And I think it becomes quite hard to get to get that. I, I, I'm... I'm one of these that think you can't just stop swiping as soon as you get a match. Because you... To be honest, though, on the times when I have used a dating app, I would be inclined to say that I'm one of those people that 
wouldn't keep swiping. So, so you'd get a match, yeah, and then I might have been on an app, yeah, <laughs> if, yeah. yeah, if you are on the app. So then, yeah. but then, do you would you leave it so many hours before you thought this person ain't going to reply or send the message? So I'm going to start swiping again. Oh, I don't know because I haven't got like a mass experience of apps, but I definitely in the past, literally, if I've started speaking to someone, I've just spoken to them. And right. I think you get a sense. I think you get a sense of whether this conversation is going anywhere or whether you're actually interested. Uh, quite quickly for me, so I know whether to whether it's a write-off, and you kind of know. And in some ways, it's hard, isn't it? Because you need a little bit of conversation before you actually go on a date with someone. Yeah. But I think yeah, there's no then, connection there. I would so, but in lock. It's different. You know, it's it's. So I get that to a degree. Like you're yeah. saying that you've you've start you've you've got a conversation going and it's an interesting conversation so it's pulled you in, but say if you've mm-hmm. got the match, so you log say like let's pretend in in times when you were single you logged on to to Tinder, mm-hmm. and you swipe right on mm-hmm. Joe Blogs, and it goes yeah. Joe Blogs and and Bex are a match. Yeah. Before you even get a message or send that message, would you then stop swiping? Or would you carry oh, on no, swiping I, until? I'd probably keep swiping a bit, but if a conversation was struck up, I'd probably only speak to them. Yeah, see, I've had people say that if they get a match, they'd stop swiping altogether. And that, oh, to me, okay. just seems a bit... Oh, that's I, can, a... I can see that as well. Yeah, you see, but I can. I find that a really strange thing to do because you don't even know if that person's going to start talking. So, I was going to say, you are relying on that person because you do hear a lot of stories where people match, but they don't actually communicate. Yeah. Which seems a bit pointless. But, yeah, um, tell me about it. So, yeah, I can see. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think, no, if I if a conversation started, I, I wouldn't be like, I don't think I'd have loads of conversations with different people. But I can see why, pe- you know, people do do it or why you know it's done because you've said why put all your eggs in one basket and you might find that you get on with person a more than person b blah 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 blah. but sometimes i like to give you know folks the benefit of the doubt and just try and you know if it's going to be dull or crap or whether it's dwindling off and you know all it quits yeah no, I get that. I, I yeah, I think um, seem a bit baffled. <laughs> I think it's more like for me. I don't know, and, and maybe this is because in my own head, looking back at things, I, I, have I ever really wanted to jump back into a relationship since my last one? Probably not. If I'm being honest, there are times, especially in lockdown, where I think I've missed. I, I miss it. But does that mean I'm ready for it? I'd I'd probably say no. Um, but then I think and... when you're single at any point, if you if you don't think you know, if you think single before COVID, when we were all out and about to do what we wanted to do, I'm pretty sure hand on heart, most people would say that they miss something about being in a relationship. Yeah, but it doesn't necessarily mean they want to be in a relationship. No, I, just I agree if COVID has made this, you know, feeling of wanting to be with someone more forefront in others' minds, when actually in reality, if we were all out and about able to do what 
we were able to do before whether they would still think the same way so it'd be interesting to see yeah when we're all allowed out a little bit more and whether you know people want yeah that so no much. i agree because i think like for me a lot of the time it's been in moments where i just think oh, it'd just be nice to have that someone and and like be able to to not and i know it sounds ridiculous because i'm not alone but to, that i don't feel alone and yeah. then i think but I don't want. But then you can I, have people in relationships past that. Hundred percent. Yeah. No, I totally agree, um, and that's that's very true, and I get that. Um, and but I think that from from the case of being single, I think that that then does draw you into that thought process of I should be in a relationship. I, you know, I've, I'm feeling alone. Maybe I should be in a relationship. Maybe I should look for someone. And I think potentially that then drew a lot of people to look in whether that be a case of people looking more active on twitter or on tinder hinge those sort of things i don't know and i think for me the fact of then maybe having four five six different conversations going and all just very kind of mundane nothing kind of sexual don't get me wrong there were there were a few um but nothing kind of it wasn't like out of the 90 there were like 50 percent or more that were were sexual because they they weren't if anything it would probably be like maybe three or four conversations over that over over those 90 that were but they were very kind of short-lived um yeah and like it's it's not even like like now i know we're nearly a year on but it's the I don't even speak to them now sort of thing. So it is a bit like that that's been and gone. But then like through that, I do think were I talking to were I happy talking to so many people because although I was on the sites thinking I was looking for a relationship, I actually knew that it was never the right thing for me at that time. Yes, yeah. So do you think now we're hopefully coming out of lockdown and reaching a bit more normality do you think that you would use the apps or have you been using the apps in the same way or have you not bothered using them quite so much do you think you'd I'm, log on again i haven't used in them hope for a that while. you could go on a few dates i think the last time i used, have you used them, twitter <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think the last time so the last time i used the app for, mm-hmm. for anything like that was probably well before christmas like when i like yeah, I would probably think before Christmas now. I don't bother with them at all. They're, they're still on my phone, but do I use them and swipe? No, I just don't have. I don't have the interest at the minute. Yeah. In, and the, the, there's always that danger there with with the dating apps that you, and it's not a danger because it's not a bad thing, but there's always yeah. that side there that you, that you get talking to someone that wants something serious. And you don't, and yes, you they might then. You, my thought process then is that that might then hurt them. Even if at the start I say I'm I'm not after anything serious, they might. Yeah. You know, it, it's all it, it's a tough one for me because like I am quite a soft person. Um, it's a bit like the whole comes... friends with benefits thing, isn't it? If one yeah. of you slightly becomes more attached than the other, it's just going to go completely wrong, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, like I will always, I'm always in that situation now where I will be honest with people 
all the girlies will be waiting for you to drop the bombshell that you're ready to start dating. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine my DMs is drier than the Sahara. <laughs> <laughs> drier than Gandhi's flip flop. <laughs> yeah, I laughed after saying drier than the Sahara, but that isn't even a joke, and that isn't an invitation for everyone to start DMing me. See, I find this quite. I find this quite hard to believe because, like, you come across as a, a good egg, and you know you stand up for what you believe in, and you know you like you're saying you're nice to everyone, which sometimes can come across as you know is it over friendly, is it not, blah 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 blah. So I'm surprised that your DMs are as dry as a bone. Yeah, uh, I'm not. <laughs> I, I think that <laughs> you're too busy I... ranking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How many people have asked for a big reveal? You know, like, get rid of your little pixels. There hasn't <laughs> been that many. And I was no. actually saying to someone the other, the other week, I, f- I find it stranger that people who I don't follow will ask for this request. I, I had one that just kept asking. I think she must have asked about four times. <laughs> and I was like, she'd message, she was like, can I see your face? That was the first message that she sent. And I said, no, it's not happening. And she chatted a little bit and she was like, I've noticed you don't follow me, will you follow me back? And this was like kind of early days. So I thought yeah. I'll follow I'll, I'll follow back uh, just because I'd been talking to her and I thought she seems all right. Bit odd yeah. not to then just follow back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, oh shit, sorry, didn't realise I followed you back. And she's like, can I see your face now? And it's like, no. <laughs> that hasn't changed since like two days ago. Follow. <laughs> you know, like, why are, why are you anonymous? Well, because if you look at the stuff that I talk about, you might understand. So yeah, there has been a few. But yeah, I'd gladly, um, to summarise, be yep. open to Twinder. Uh-huh. I, I don't. I don't see the problem, and I think people that see it as a problem maybe have been burned before. Yeah, I was going um, to say. I, I don't see the issue with it. It's nice to see some lovely relationships flourishing on there through people who who I know. So yeah, it's nice. It's nice to see that it can work, and that you know, from the depths of nothing and from a couple of hundred characters, that true love can blossom. Nice. Don't be soppy. I know that was quite soft for the ending, wasn't it? Fuck you all, you romantic bastards. (laughs) (laughs) But sop is nice sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, it it is. Yeah. And like I said earlier, I am quite soft. Romance is nice and seeing people happy is nice. I think if you can't be happy for other people, it's it's a bit of a soft. Yeah, as I say, it says a lot more about you, I think, than, than anything else. And it's nice yeah. to be nice and it's nice to see people happy. So Yeah, you know. exactly. And in a world where everyone's saying be kind, you know, it is a case that realistically, especially at times like this when, you know, I would think that probably the, the vast majority of people have found this third lockdown a lot harder than the others because of the time of year, the weather, you know, it is really you know, it is a case of why why not just be kind, just be nice to each other, you know. Just be friends. There's no nothing. need to. No, exactly. There's no need to kind of be be like the the Debbie Downer or the the Donny Downer for a bloke, and so we're not <laughs> just picking on women because it ain't just women. I think you know, yeah, times can be shit, but try find the happiness in in other stuff. And if you can't be happy, just be nice. 
Anyway, we've talk. gone totally off on a tangent. There, I know. Yeah. Um, so I think that means that we've obviously run out of things to say on. Yeah. So we'll call it a day have. there. Um, of course. Sorry. And as ever, keeping up with um, with this, if you would like to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, please go do it. Five stars would be appropriate. Um, leave a comment. <laughs> But hit subscribe wherever you download your podcast from, then you'll get these without having to yeah. see me post just keep about doing it. Yeah, just keep doing it. You won't then have to see posts about me saying, click here to listen to this week's podcast. Um, and me retweeting so. it thinking, shit, I must must participate somehow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, if you want to get involved, you can read the blogs online at mymatepaddy.com. Um, if you want to interact with us over on Twitter, and it is Twitter, not Twinder, your <laughs> handle Twitter, is? Yeah. Uh, mine is Bebo underscore Bowls 2 And mine is It's My Mate Paddy. So, yeah, feel free to get in touch if you want to. Let us know that you've listened. Let us know what you, you think. Do. We like a good old gas, don't we, with everyone? We do indeed. <laughs> Thank you very much. Bye. Bye-bye.